Welcome to the West Side Podcast, where you can find real help for real life. We hope you'll take a second right now and subscribe to this podcast and let us know how we can help. You can find out more at westsidecommunitychurch.com. Now join us for this week's installment of the West Side Podcast. Welcome to week five of Change Your World. We're in these growth groups and we're having a blast. What's your favorite part so far? Everything. My yeah, ladies group. Everything. My ladies group is so fun. Yeah. yeah. Week five and we're learning a lot. People are taking a lot of next steps. And if you're a part of that right now, we're so proud of you. We're so thankful for you. Today we're talking about teamwork. Yes. That's a big topic. And we're here in a very interesting setting. You might wonder where in the world we are. Uh, and we're actually here at this farm where Melissa spent a lot of time as a kid. You want to tell us about that? Yeah, yeah, sure. This is a Shenandoah Ranch out off Farmington Road. And uh, my godmom owns this place. And we just had so much fun growing up here. Me and my god sister, we did 4-H with horses. So we learned to care for horses and we learned to yeah. ride horses. And yeah, I have a lot of fun memories around here. So it's really, it's really cool. So this was a great place to make friends and to learn teamwork through horses. So it was really, really a great time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And our kids, in fact, have spent just a ton of time Absolutely. out here, you know, riding horses, playing in the dirt. Well, and then all Caleb, the our youngest, he did 4-H out here for yep. years. The same thing, 30 some years later. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny how those childhood experiences, they really stick with you. Like, yeah. like you said, learning how to work together and some of those things. But you also had a lot of sports experience as a kid. I what was that did. like? I did. I was I was in softball for seven years from eight to 14, played third base. I'm still friends with my softball coach, Bill Shaw. I mean, yeah, he's still amazing. He shows up sometimes at the most random times yeah. to say hi to me. And I absolutely <laughs> love him so much. So anyways, it's really, really fun. Um, man, I made friends doing softball. I learned teamwork doing softball, obviously. Um, we practiced together. Yeah. We did a couple games a week. We did tournaments on Saturdays. It was just an absolute blast. It was my favorite season of the year always. And to this day, I'm still obsessed with baseball. Oh, absolutely. As you know. Yeah. It's it's World Series season <laughs> it, right I know. now. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. It starts today. It'll We're busy. be later. Yeah. You know, exactly. be later for when this comes out. But <laughs> but some great lessons I learned through softball was working together as a team in the field. We had to see where the plays were, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And we had to try to get the out so we could get um, up to bat so we could score. And the whole point was winning. But it was also yeah. just working together. I mean, you don't get the outs if you're not working together. So working together is a big thing. Also, I learned respect for my coaches. I learned respect for my teammates. I learned respect for the other team, even though we were trying to beat them. <laughs> but there's right. a respect factor there. Yeah. And at the end of our games, back in the day, we would go past each other on the opposite team and we would slap hands with oh, each yeah. other, with the other team, just to appreciate each other. And I thought that was good. It showed great respect. And, and lastly, I learned to be fair and to let everyone have a time to shine. Mm. Not ball hog, you know, that kind of thing. Mm. Oh, it's all about me. I'll, I'll make this run. I'll do this play. It wasn't like that. It was like being fair. But yeah, some of my best childhood memories are on the field, on the baseball field. It was Absolutely fun. Great. Yeah, it was fun. Much different than my sports experiences as yeah. a kid when I was a skateboarder. And there's not a lot of team. <laughs> not teamwork. I didn't learn anything about teamwork in <laughs> okay. skateboarding. But yeah, you did, you did baseball that one season at school. I think I did school. like a Oh, no, it was, was basketball. Football. No, basketball. And basketball. I did. Basketball. I did like a I tried enough you things. Tried? Failed at all of them miserably and did something else. But, you know, it doesn't work for okay. everybody. But I want to, we want to talk to you a little bit about how then do you do teamwork as a follower of Jesus, yeah. as somebody who, you know, we, we believe that God has a purpose for your life and that he's calling all of us to change our world. That it's, it's a time and it's a place when we need to shine. And we got part of that is teamwork. Yeah. That we you don't do that alone. No. You know, one is too small a number. We know that. So there's a few things that can distinguish 
your relational connection with people and how do you know uh, and how do you practice teamwork? And the yeah. first thing is, is that when you're in on a team, you you say, I know you. Yeah. You know, it's it's a it's an opportunity to say, I know you. And and, you know, the body of Christ is a, is a big team mm-hmm. and we're all put on this team together so we can look at one another and say, I know you. And we can make yeah. that commitment. I mean, the temptation when you're thinking about your faith community or your journey with Jesus, the temptation is to keep it surface with people. Yeah. And to go. Which is like, easier. Oh, it's so easier. <laughs> it's so yeah. Much I mean, because yeah, <laughs> being on a team requires something of yeah, you. Vulnerability. Right? It does. And you got to go, I know you. Yes. And uh, so imagine being on a basketball team and not knowing who played which positions. Right. <laughs> or not knowing the names of the people on your team yeah. or, uh, you know, something like that. I mean, one of the things I love is working with people that know me well. Yeah. Like Melissa. I mean, we can finish each other's sentences. Um, you know, she can get me in a lot of trouble. It's really I fun. Try. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, my, my son, Caleb, I mean, we think alike and it's so much fun. It is uh, exhausting. Pastor Steve at <laughs> church, uh, we often have the same idea separately it's and true. then we try to tell each other about it at the same time. It's so much fun. Uh, Pastor Ken, there's Pastor Jess, there's Rachel, Scotty, dad, uh, I already said Pastor Ken, that's dad. Uh, there's Tim, there's Bart, there's Stacy, there's Stephanie, there's Steve. There's all these people yeah. on our team and we know each other and we're getting to know each other better and better. That's and First right. Corinthians chapter 12 says this. It says, yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says I'm not a part of the body because I'm not a hand, that does not make it any less part of the body. And if the ear says I'm not part of the body because I'm not an eye, would that make it any less part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if the whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? I mean, the idea is we're all here. We got to know each other. And so instead of being surface, decide now you're going to start peeling the onion. In other words, you're going to start letting the layers come off for you Mm. and, and peeling the layers off the people that are around you to get to know those who are in your circle. Number two. That's good. Number two is I appreciate you. When you're thinking about teamwork, you got to think about how you appreciate the people in your circle. So notice what others are doing and mm. compliment them. Tell them what you like about them. Yeah. Tell them how they impress you. Tell them how you want to learn from them. People love to teach you something. Yeah. And so you'd be like, what can I learn from this That's person? Good. And, That's and really think good. about that. So think about this this Thanksgiving. I was thinking about Thanksgiving. It's right around the corner. Why don't you tell the people around your table who you're thankful for, not just what you're thankful for this Thanksgiving season, mm. just more of a complimentary, like complimenting each other. And, and recently we had staff. That would be nice because we need a new question for Thanksgiving, right. I think. Because it's always yeah. like my family. Yeah. It's like, no, what like about like your that. family good. that you love? Yeah. Who in your family is making a difference in your life? Just being a little bit more specific this time. Um, recently we had a staff meeting and in the staff meeting we got into pairs and we talked about what we appreciated about each other and just to really encourage each other on on just like, um, what you're doing right mm-hmm. in ministry. Because a lot of times we don't feel like we're doing a good job. We we feel like we're not enough. And yeah. and that's in everything, not just ministry. But it was really encouraging to be in that staff appreciation time where we just mm-hmm. talked about what you're doing right. And I'm really proud of you for this. And I love that how you do this and that kind of thing. Being really specific. Mm-hmm. Another way to show the love is to write appreciation notes. My bonus mom, Luetta, is so good at this. <laughs> Almost every letter I get in the mail is from her. She it's just crazy. So That's be because gener- I open the bills. You yeah, you get the bills, yeah. I get the complimentary <laughs> notes. <laughs> but be generous with your kindness. People can't read your mind, right? Yeah. So we just sometimes we just assume people know that, oh yeah, they know I love them. Mm-hmm. They know that I appreciate them. No, they probably don't. So I think it makes more sense to be able to just speak your mind and see like express that. yourself. You know, uh, before I came here, um, there was a bag and a card at my front door. 
And I'm like, really? oh, what is this? So I so I open up the bag and the card, and it's a candle, love candles, and a card because I had invited one of my pastor wife's friends to a retreat with mm. me last week, and she dropped that off at my front door, and I got that right before I came here, and I was just felt so appreciated, you know what I'm saying? So that kind of stuff, just I show that. that. And then also make an effort to tell your kids how great they are. I can't say this enough. The world is beating up our mm-hmm. children. I mean, they are really, really struggling. And I just can't say enough about just pour into your kids that they are worried, that they are special, that they are unique, that they are enough. Because I think this world is so harsh and the kids have been through so much. They are seeing and hearing and they know so much more than I did when I was a kid. And I don't know if that's social media or yeah, more well, access to the news or yeah. what it is, but but they have so much that they know now and they don't know how to process it. They're just not mature enough to do it. So my suggestion is just tell them how much you love them and appreciate them. This world can be harsh. So let's show some love. And the temptation is here is discounting others because of their differences. Yeah. I don't know about you, but it's so annoying when somebody's completely different from you. <laughs> you don't know their thoughts, their motives. You don't know like why they do what they do. And it's really just kind of like, oh, you, you get some angst around it. It's so frustrating. But it's also an opportunity for you to learn something new. Maybe open your mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe learn some patience. Ugh, that's a hard one. Yeah. So 1 Corinthians twelve eighteen says, but our bodies have many parts and God has put each part just where he wants it. Just where he wants it. So we are each special and unique, right? In our bodies, our, our fingerprints, our eye color, all that kind of stuff, but also in our gifting. Mm-hmm. I love running events. I'm really organized. I love people. But you know what I hate? Admin. I hate admin. You know who likes admin? My friend Lori Nolf. Yes, she does. And Lori, when I get in a pinch, I'm like, Lori, help me. And she always helps me and steps in where I'm just lost on the admin department. And I don't know why she likes it, but I am so thankful that she yeah. does. Yeah. So thank what God for relief, Lori. Right? What a relief. So we have all we all have a special knack or two, right? We are we have unique skills, we have unique talents, and we're all different. And so we need each mm-hmm. other. We need those differences, even though they kind of drive us crazy. Like, yeah. why are you so different from me? But really, we need that for balance in our life. So instead of discounting differences, how about we notice and encourage their unique strengths? Notice and encourage that. Tell them how great they are and the good job they're doing. Celebrate people's uniqueness and, and be okay with that. We all need a little encouragement, don't you think? We all need yeah. that. We need that appreciation. Appreciation goes a long way. It does, and I think especially right now. Yes. Uh, it, it is a time in, in the world when we need to be pouring this on double, yeah. you know? And yeah. so it's going to make a big difference when you do that. Yeah. So, yeah, we're saying, I know you, I appreciate you, and then I commit to you. That's yeah. part of teamwork. I commit to you. Because like you said, when you were playing softball as a kid, you said it was, you know, you're, you're doing these plays, you're doing these things so that we can win. Yeah. Because the thing I like about that sport is that when one of you wins, everybody wins. Right. And it's not an individual sport where somebody's going to try and just be the superstar, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and that's the thing with, with teamwork and especially in the body of Christ, especially in this world mission that we have, especially in this change your world journey that we're on. And, you know, you're a maybe you're an executive someplace. Maybe you're a manager someplace. Maybe you're a stay at home parent someplace. Um, but the idea is you have a mission and wherever you are, God right. wants you to change your world. You can't do that by yourself. Right. So you got to join the team and say, I commit to you. And That's the temptation right. is to work separately and, mm-hmm. and go, you do you, I'm going to do me <laughs> and we'll check in when we're in heaven, you know? <laughs> um, but it says in the Bible says, uh, this makes for harmony among the members so that all the members care for each other. 
Mm. I mean, if we're not committed to each other, it's really hard to care for each other. Yeah. It says, if one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honored, all the parts are glad. All of you together are Christ's body and each of you is a part of it. I mean, That's if you're good. a follower of Jesus, if you said yes to Jesus and you received his grace in your life, then you're in it. And you may not have known that you had a jersey and it's got your name on the <laughs> back. Right. And you're like, you've got a, you've got a position in the team. And you, you may not know that. Um, but you do. Yeah. And so, it's, it, you know, it's time to step into this. It's the same battle we're fighting. We're on the same team. We have the same goal. And an indicator is this. We're not, when, when you're committed to somebody, you're not just organizationally connected. You're not just going to say, oh, I'm a member of Westside Community Church. Or, you know, I'm on the greeter team. Or right. I'm in so-and-so's growth group. Or, what you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, you're actually going to be more than that. You're going to be relationally and emotionally connected and you're going to go on a journey together. So, you know, instead of working alone, work on a team. That's right. And my question is this, is what team are you on? You know, have you decided to jump into God's team? Have you decided that you are going to put that jersey on? It's got your name on it. And you're going to have something assigned to you by God. And you're going to take it up. And then you're going to be committed to the other people right. on the team. So, question, what's your next step in that direction? All right, now is your time to get back together as a group and have those great conversations that our Wednesday Night Women's Group has the best conversations. So I hope that you have a great conversation. Don't forget that there's next steps on the lesson that we want you to follow up with. And also, we just want you to grow in the Lord every single day. So stay faithful in your groups. And also, we'll see you this Sunday at church. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Westside Podcast. We hope that you'll be taking some next steps in your faith journey, and we'd love to help with that. The most important step you can take is following Jesus. And if today you decided to make that step, we want to encourage you and help you. You can text the word Jesus to 503-905-9067, and we're going to send you some things in the mail to help you grow in your faith. We also would encourage you to stop by this Sunday for a live service, either online or on site right here in the Portland, Oregon area. You can find out more at Westside Community. Church.com.